What is up, everybody? Today is October 20th. 2017 and you are now tuning into the not so fresh podcast and the crowd goes crazy yeah and this is number 25 Benedict yeah give it up for 25 episodes we made it all the way to 25 and my name is Sasso uh, I will be kind of your host today we also have our other not so fresh hosts in the house go ahead and introduce yourselves fellas or should I say bitches that was fucking rude. Yeah, know? dude. That was rude as shit. Whatever, everybody. Mike Logic. That's oh, it. That's yeah. it. Oh. That's what you're gonna give the audience. That's Mike Logic. Our <laughs> listeners. Jeez. All right. In the house. Also, we have. <laughs> what up, everybody? Rockstrike oh, back right. finally I was from vacation. You next, dude. <laughs> I was gonna introduce Art, but go ahead, Rockstrike. Jumped he in. <laughs> he just jumped He's in. The host. Okay, Rock Strike, go ahead. Jumped in. He's like, this is a safer, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm running Did he shit, say it, is, there's a safe word? <laughs> a safe word. The safe word is pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> oh, yeah. And. That's me. Last but not least. Distill. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Hi, guys. Hey, what's up? <laughs> so, um, before we get to our guests, um, it's been a while since we've got together, <laughs> fellas. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've, we've, been, we've all been busy. We've all been doing stuff. We've all been uh, <clears throat> taking care of business. Uh, uh, I, myself, uh, have moved away to Spring Valley, finally. Uh, made that move into a house and uh, been pretty hectic. Trying to keep up with that. And I got myself a doggy. A little French French bulldog. His name is Kubo. That likes and he's to pretty jack fucking off. awesome. He jacks and off a lot. Keeps me up at night with his masturbation noises. He, sh- he sounds like a little pig. He's like. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he's uh, actually looking kidding. in the mirror yeah. at himself. <laughs> or at me. It's kind of creepy. He's got a little demonic look when he it's does fucking it. fucking hilarious that you got a dog that's like the dog version of you. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of cool. It's like a twenty five year old Sasso because he he doesn't uh, he doesn't drink water, doesn't hydrate. I got to remind him all the time. Uh, he masturbates constantly, and um, he has FOMO like a motherfucker. He's so a, wait, he's in FOMO? No. Yes, FOMO. <laughs> he's in FOMO. FOMO so fresh. <laughs> No, he uh, he has FOMO, and if you don't know what FOMO is, it's uh, fear of missing out, and I had that when I was 
about 25. 25 yeah i was like oh what's going on i gotta go out there and be out there i gotta be at every place at every time at at all costs you know it's very different from uh you today huh because like now you're just like now i just want to like spend as much time at home than usual yeah i think maybe because i'm farther away and i'm like ah you know i don't feel like driving you know downtown yeah you know and then i gotta clean the house and do all that shit make sure uh, everything's up up keep you know so yeah how about uh you've been busy yourself too right mike i have been but uh I don't really feel like doing a live fucking journal entry on the fucking podcast. Is there anything else you want to fucking talk about? No, I was just uh, saying. <laughs> I mean, shit, art, man. Art, I mean, uh, okay, and then we Rock's Ride has been traveling. What's what kind up of with chores you? did you do, Sh- Sasso? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> since you asked, no. <laughs> I cook, I clean. No, uh, Rock's Ride. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we talk to you, you've, you're coming back from somewhere. Where the fuck did you just come from? Laura. Besides Mexico. Hey um, uh, um I got back from uh Philadelphia. Holy really? shit, yeah. Oh. I was there for the SBL Silverback Open event. Um damn that shit was crazy. The home of brotherly love. Did you feel the love out yeah. there? Did you get some brotherly love? Yeah, it was pretty dope. Yeah. Did you get dope. brotherly love in nah, your that, ass? Hell no. <laughs> Why, dude? You're not into it? No. You're not into it? Mike is. Yeah, 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 you can tell. We went to he started the, off as a white guy. Damn. Then he got so much brotherly love. He converted. That he's uh, now black. What? Nice. The? Yeah. Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for letting us all Is know. Is that racist? Fun fact, y'all. <laughs> a little yeah. fun factoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but been traveling and I uh, just got back, yeah, from Silverback. Before that, where the hell was I? I was in Florida for a week and then uh, I had gone to Florida before that for some other stuff. Um but yeah, it's been like a busy last like two months, but now it's chill time, time to chill time. Yeah, some chill time now. Get to relax. Sunny San Diego. Yep. Well deserved. Yes. Well yes. deserved. Art, what's up, dude? What's going on? I noticed that you're not drinking today with us. Uh, we're sorry that we're drinking in front of you no, and you not, cannot partake. No, I'm not. I'm yeah, no alcohol now. for me today, guys, on this podcast. So I'm sober art today. Do you care to show why? Sober steel. Well, I went to uh, London and Portugal. How was that? London's a cool city. It's uh, pretty cool, right? You realize why the East Coast looks like the East Coast because mm. you know the U.S. pretty much took everything from the U.S. in the early days, yeah. government and all infrastructure. But uh, yeah, London's pretty dope. Uh, it's nice out there. They have some decent craft beer. Went to a bunch of places. Got my. Uh, Fish and chips fix, you know, Ooh. poppies out in London, and then we are in uh, Lisbon, Portugal, which is freaking crazy dope. And it's a bunch of hills, and it's like being in San Diego in Europe. It's like the European European version of San Diego. Ah. You go to the museums out there, you feel like you're in almost the equivalent of uh, Balboa Park. And then uh, traveling around Europe, I mean, uh, Lisbon, it's just, there's graffiti everywhere, obviously in London too. Um, and then just... It's nice. The weather is just like San Diego. It's warm, it's hot. Yeah. Good looking people walking around, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Including myself. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst hey, all the other men out there. Oh, yeah. Nice. But, uh, yeah, so I'm not drinking. I got back and, uh, you know, went and did some bubble park session with Roxel Fresh. And that next day, 
Bam. You got had, hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well. I have had diarrhea for eight days now. Is it explosive? Uh, diarrhea? At times it is. Peeing out the butt type yeah, of shit? At times yeah, it is. Sprinkler. Is that, so, um, is that a world record for you or like a personal yes. best? Well, dude, it, previous to this, I've had it for like three days max. This is just killing it. Projectile. I, I was at the doctor like uh, two hours ago. So they, they, they drew a bunch of labs, five vials of blood. So I might look kind of weak. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you know. And, and f- or, you know, just to give a little insight on uh, the Balboa sessions are actually... Not too far away from where all that uh, hepatitis outbreak is, you know. It's really close to East Village. Uh, you could actually walk to East Village. Yeah, in so 25, 30 minutes. After you mentioned that that one night, I was kind of scared. I was I like, got scared Fuck. for everybody." I mean, I was wa- I washed my hands like right away after, but even because I I had diarrhea that night too, like a couple oh, days right. couple <laughs> days later, and I was like, "Fuck," you know. I I got scared because of the whole hepatitis thing and. Um, but I chose to kind of go the, the different route and instead of like doing the whole brat diet, which is the bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast thing, uh, I fucking went out. I got myself a burrito and a beer and that should fucking help. I've been trying to get Art to do the same thing. But oh, I think no, it's that's, that's a bad idea. I'm glad you didn't do that, Art. <laughs> well, hey, look at me. I'm good. Uh, but that's the yeah. I, might, I might have a parasite. <laughs> yeah, I did eat... Um, yeah, what did you eat that might have got you sick, Art? Well, okay, so when I got out to San Diego, I was desperate one night, and like the first thing that I could grab was Jack in a Box drive through. And I hope it wasn't out of that. All the places here in San Diego, but all I, the best taco shops. But it takes like 24 to Everybody 48 hours. So, like, I'm not sure if it's actually Traveler's Diarrhea or not, because I did eat stuff that was amazing in Portugal. But, like, you know, I ate uh, seared swordfish belly. Wow. And some uh, a lot of um, oysters, and they had like different oh, versions of oyster. doing oyster out there, dude. dude. But it was raw it was oysters, freaking good. Oh no, uh, well actually, oh yeah, <laughs> like it raw. Yeah, mm, it was really oh, raw. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like it raw. It's a new one. Yeah. So, anyways, um, moving forward, we do have a guest today. Mm. Young chap, young strapping chap. Uh, he is a b-boy, a DJ, and also a teacher representing Uncomfortably Fresh, which I have a hard time. I'm uncomfortable saying uncomfortably. It's kind of hard to say. Indubitably. Indubitably. Comfortably. Incomfortably. Uncomfortably. Uncomfortables. <laughs> Uncomfortables. You sound like Un- GSP. <laughs> <laughs> Uncomfortably fresh. Um, this guy, he recently topped, or I'm sorry, he, he recently placed in the top 16 at the Undisputed. Here, here and that's kind of a big oh, deal yeah. amongst a lot of other dope b-boys. Um, and yeah, he's an up-and-coming b-boy. I've seen this kid since he was re- uh, even kidder <laughs> since he was an even smaller kidder <laughs> uh, and uh, ladies and gentlemen please welcome Nico to the not so fresh podcast oh, yeah. what up oh, yeah. what up Nico hey. how you doing man 
I hope my voice doesn't crack. Uh, <laughs> why? Hey, dude. Don't don't even be embarrassed. Look at my voice. I sound like fucking Joe Pesci. I gotta live with it. <laughs> and him. you look like him. <laughs> yeah, and I lo- I'm starting to look more more and more like him. Like the whole Home Alone d- Joe Pesci. Oh boy. <laughs> it's more of a, like a Mickey Mouse, bro. <laughs> you say I sound like Mike, Mickey Mouse. Uh-huh. All right. All right. We're doing okay. We're doing Mike, Mickey Mouse impressions. You look like Dickie Mouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dickie Mouse. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, dude. So welcome. Thank, Thank you. you for uh Thank you for coming taking the time and spending time with us, having a beer with us and making us do this uh podcast a little earlier than usual. Yeah, um, save the night. This kid was like, Hey man, can we do it a little bit earlier than you know? And I was like, <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> can we can we do it earlier? Yeah. And this is art texting. <laughs> and so, yeah, we're doing a little bit earlier. So we're having a little midday beer. Anyways. Nico. Okay. How's it going, dude? I'm chilling. Chilling? Yeah. How's it going? Like, so. <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, what we can ask you. Where yeah. do you come from? Yeah, where are you from? What the fuck? So How long have you been dancing? All that shit. Yeah. And introduce yourself go, to, yes. the, to yeah. the people that don't know you. For sure. How did you place top 16? I paid the judges. <laughs> nice. Thank yeah. you. And that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, thanks for having me. <laughs> See you guys later. Thank you for <laughs> listening in. <laughs> I was born in Poway, and then I grew up in San Marcos, lived in Escondido for a little bit, and then moved to Poway again. That's where I started breaking. Took a few classes at Studio Effects. Shout out to the teacher, but he didn't really teach me much. He just showed who's, me moves. Who's that teacher? Oh, I'm not going to say his name. Say, Eddie Eddie Styles? Styles? say that was name. Eddie, Eddie Styles? Here we say the name. So, do his we name know? Was, his we name is Rockstar. Makes sense. It makes sense. I had to figure stuff out on my own in terms of breaking. So I started in. August, no, September of 2008, and then lived in Scripps Ranch, did high school over there, and then lived in La Jolla for a little bit, and then I moved to Long Beach for college. I'm a third year at Cal State Long Beach, Um, actually fourth year, majoring in communication studies. Nice. Um, Man, it's pretty difficult balancing the whole school and dance thing because mm-hmm. breaking is super fun but it doesn't really pay the bills unless you're rock right. yeah, unless you're rock right. very true <laughs> if you're yeah. rock right you can do anything in life you can yeah. pay you can pay anything you can buy beer you can get chips yeah, yeah it's all you need chips. in life is beer and chips, beer and chips. speaking of beer and chips um so uh you train right and you diet do you eat what, what's your what's your diet like um, there was a point where in the beginning of breaking, I don't know. <laughs> are, you consci- are you conscious? Are you a conscious eater? Like, are you conscious yeah. of what you eat? Do you feel We've like noticed that you have, do you have an effect? Uh, do you think eating has an effect on your dancing yet? Or do you eat pies? <laughs> yeah. Do you eat cakes, cookies, like all that all shit? Right, do you like ice cream cake or do you like cheesecake? Ice cream cake. Actually, I don't know. Cheesecake's pretty good too, though. You said that ah. pretty quickly, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's like, damn. Yeah. Nah, I'm joking. Ice cream. Now, basically, yeah. Are you like conscious of your eating habits, or are you like one of those people that are like really like 
attentive to to what goes in their bodies or are you still like at a place in your life where you don't care and it has no effect on your breaking yet occasionally i'll i won't care considering that we live in sd and we have all this amazing food and he's like, what, how old are you? 21. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, you're asking us young kids. Yeah. <laughs> some people are not. The thing yeah. is like some people are already on the shit like at yeah. like 16, 15 now these days. Like the, yeah. Before I mean shit, we grew up on like Jack in the Box after the battles. Yeah. Like, and then eating, have explosive yeah, diarrhea. Explosive diarrhea <laughs> right after for about eight days. You have to distill. Not, and then, the, the still shits. <laughs> you have to distill shits. Why don't you have diarrhea at practice? That would suck. Like, he hasn't even break the worst i've had that I've, I've never done so that. let's rewind a little bit what is um what is your training like for for breaking like because we how wanna, often we want to copy it me and salsa do i uh, no, <laughs> i don't <laughs> I, I it's changed care. a lot in the last nine years <laughs> in the beginning it was just trying to learn how to break dance uh-huh. and then as of recent <clears throat> i try to break every day um whether it's 10 minutes or whether it's three hours mm-hmm. I was going to say, you have this thing on your uh, Instagram where you're doing 365 days of dancing. Right. So hey, one of my mentors, yeah, one of my mentors, his name is Wyrock. He's also from Uncomfortably Fresh. Okay. He's a novelist. And we agreed that from September 11th of this year to next year, we're going to do a 365 project where he's going to write one page of a novel every day. And I'm going to make one new dance video every day. That's um, dope. We made some rules where we get like one free day out of the month. But so far, out of the 40 days, I, like, copped out three times. I had just posted, like, Boom. old, yeah, posted old Boom. battle footage. Yeah, that Y-Rock? Yeah. Yeah, Y-Rock, what's up? Boo this I told man. him, and he was just like, I'm writing every day. <laughs> damn. All right, damn. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Sorry, That's guys. a hard project to do. I mean, 365 days of New. doing something every day, dance-related. I mean, yeah. whether you get it's going to get repetitive or you're going to have to find different avenues of inspiration to kind of get ideas. Yeah, I mean, photography, people that do photography, they do 365 projects where every day they go out and take a photo and then they publicize it or public, you know, put it on their Instagrams or whatever. Mm. But there's people that do those kind of projects. But I mean, even that, like taking a photo every day is like shit. Gotta get up, gotta go out and like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And that's where I felt a lot of the benefits where if I don't manage my time throughout the day, then the video is going to look bad or my video is going to feel unorganized or I'm going to feel flustered throughout the whole day and anxious. Um, but when I do manage my time and I do get it in, it's feels pretty good. I feel like I post something that's pretty honest. And in terms of avoiding the whole artistic thing where you don't want to repeat stuff, yeah. I feel like I'm at least growing and making a lot of new content, which feels good. Um, and even in terms of making a social media presence, I've had some videos that have gotten a lot of traction and from just looking at the analytics in the beginning, first, like first week, each of my videos were getting like 900 views and I was like, all right, whatever, we'll see what happens. Whatever, 900 (laughs) views. And then I think as of now, at least every video has hit 2000 views. Wow. One of the videos, yeah, one of the days I put X amount of hashtags below Mm -hmm. and I think I hit... uh I think I hit one of the good ones, and it was when I was at the Life is Beautiful Festival in Vegas. Uh-huh. I tagged that, and then I woke up the next morning, I had 16, 17,000 views. Wow, yeah. nice. So some wow. of them gets traction, and some of them is just like, whatever, but it feels cool. Yeah. yeah. I think going out helps, you know? Like, when you go to festivals like that, or you go to events, and you travel with all that, and you, exp- you kind of put yourself online at these public events, like, that usually generates more interest, you know? When you step out of your, like, home environment or your city environment that you're from... 
like usually you gain more traction on stuff like that it seems like mm-hmm. yeah so you pretty much kind of train every day right you would say almost yeah. for the pretty past 40 days yeah nice so far what um what are you kind of trying to go towards to like as far as uh, what are you trying to accomplish with dancing? Basically, why though? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why though? Yeah. That me <laughs> with the little factor. Yeah, Mike and his prime just played it for the sport now. Yeah, so like you obviously compete. Um, is there any kind of personal uh, goals. goals that you want to achieve as far as breaking goes with all this training? Yeah. Um, like in what? terms of being a competitor, I do want to hit the international scene. Um, Which, when you when you say international scene, like what kind of events and shit like that? Battle of the year, beast like fucking one. Asshole. People that listen that don't know what we're talking about, bro. What's up, Mike? Dude, this fucking dog just farted, dude. Uh, I thought that was your mouth. I thought that was your fucking mouth. Yo, you're you're too late. International. There we go. I'm just sorry. I'm just laughing at Are sauce. Are you hot? I'm laughing at sauce. Damn, that's smell. <laughs> I'm laughing Damn, at your mouth, dude. Right <laughs> Anyways, um, internationally. Yeah, so, like, what kind of events and what what uh, things do you want to win? Or should, do win? you want to win? Or, or fucking, how far do you want to take it? <clears throat> Thinking of breaking, I'd say BC1, IBE. Nice. The general B-boy dream stuff is definitely on my bucket list. Um, and winning those mm-hmm. sounds pretty fulfilling since I was, yeah, since I started, I was, I started in the YouTube generation, the ABDC kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but first few clips I saw was like the BC one stuff. And I thought that was really cool. And even though I think a lot of my breaking views has changed over the few years, I think of course, like fulfilling that little thing is still going to feel good as it did in the beginning. Um, how, how has it changed? Artistically, in terms of, I just like to move. I just like to dance. Um, I think what's really cool is seeing people break up until they're like 50, 60. I think that's really dope. And I want to be able to do that. Um, well, with, you're, you're, you're pretty much um, with some 50, 60 year old B boys right now. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah we are. 50 or 60. Yeah. Cool. You're amongst the 50 year olds here. <laughs> lifetime. So, yeah, okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I think getting that not even credibility but being in a position where i've braked for that amount of years or experienced x amount of competitions i think in terms of teaching kids or teaching any student how to break i think that's going to feel a lot like really fulfilling so i'm working towards that nice nice and so you know for you to you know obviously these events are they're pretty well-known events around the world um how is it like you did Life is Beautiful recently, which was the first time that they have involved the breaking event. Uh, I believe Ronnie was in charge of uh, putting it together along with Red Bull and Life is Beautiful. Yeah. So you guys were all like invited guests to come out and compete at this event. Uh, I mean, this is something that I mean, in itself, it's a big festival that involves breaking now. So how does it how was it for you being a part of that event or you even to get invited um, and compete at that level? It feels cool. Um, I think. One of the biggest lessons I learned out of that was coming back home and going back to reality because we were all invited mm-hmm. and normally just entering a competition or training towards competitions, no one owes you anything. Yeah. Like 
you have to pass prelims. You have to do X amount of stuff to get in the position you want, I guess. But at that festival, we got like a pre-party just for us. We even got like a pair of shoes. We got X amount of cool goodies from Red Bull and from the Life is Beautiful Festival. So that felt really good. And I think something that I personally struggle with sometimes is letting that stuff get to my head. Um, I'll start feeling entitled or I'll start feeling like, fuck, I'm a big b-boy. Headed? Yeah, big headed. Like Humble. this guy in front of us? Yeah. Humble. Right? <laughs> humble. No, I'm kidding. Rock pretty <laughs> humble. Um, this guy's a fucking champ. Yeah, he's all right. You know that? see <laughs> one champ. Yeah. I... Um, <clears throat> yeah. No, but that, that's cool, though. I mean, you know, a lot, that's kind of the, you know, when breaking and these events have taken off so high now that a lot of the sponsors that are involved, they, they supply the talent with, like, gifts and stuff like that. You know, they want to make you feel like an artist. And that's what's kind of dope, you know, because we've never really had the outlets to be seen as artists. Mm-hmm. But now you have events like like Rural BC Ones, the Battle of the Years, Undisputed, and, and now, like, festivals like Life is Beautiful, hosting breaking events. And taking breaking serious and, and, you know, giving the B-Boys recognition to where they can be somebody as well, you know? Because uh, a lot of the times that the dancer has always been in the back, you know? We've always been put in the mm-hmm. back of the musician. But now you get to be your own artist and you kind of get to present yourself to, to an audience that maybe doesn't see breaking so often. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, I mean, that, that's an experience in itself, you know? For yourself, at least. I saw that you guys were teaching workshops to, like, yeah. general people that weren't even B-Boys, you know? So that's kind of dope to see. And you guys get to pick up a whole new fan base and reach a whole new audience that you probably would never even think about reaching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. What, how was that? Um, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. You, how far did you make it in the? Tournament? Um, I made it. I lost in the top sixteen to the dis. So the first mm. battle in top thirty-two battled one of the up-and-coming Las Vegas kids. His name was AJ. Mm-hmm. And then top sixteen. Oh, I lost in top eight. Sorry. Top sixteen. Oh, okay. Um, right. Top eight. Top sixteen. I beat Josh Skittles from Hawaii in a tiebreaker. Wow. Yeah, that guy's good. good. Too, yeah. Um, the sun was really distracting on that stage, mm. so I made sure to put the sun behind me, and it went in his eyes. <laughs> nice strategy. Oh, wow. Yeah, Damn, dude. So. See, that, 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 that's what they gotta work on. Still, see. Well thought out. <laughs> <He's in nature. laughs> well thought out. Oh, wow. Young Anakin. Uh, that's dope. Yeah, Skittles <laughs> is dope. He won the BC One Cipher when we judged in Hawaii, and he definitely like surprised a lot of us and really came out on top and beat all the favorites. And I mean, you battled the Dis, and the Dis is another guy that I feel gets overlooked sometimes mm-hmm. uh, from Vegas, and uh, he's very well rounded. He executes a lot of complicated and technical stuff. Um, he's also a teacher. He's a really good teacher, actually. Mm. He's like a bunch of kids, students that he teaches in Vegas and has a po- whole program for them. So, I mean, that's dope to hear that you made it that far, though, you know, and I mean, you faced some good talent as well on the way. Yeah. Something I was wondering, we talked about this a little bit with the B-Boy lifestyle where you're traveling all the time, but you said that most places are, or every jam you go to is kind of like a celebration, right? Yeah. So it's kind of hard to calibrate your body and stay grounded when every time you go out every weekend, <coughs> say it's for your work, but it's a celebration for everyone else. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, um, how do you? Yeah, how do you continue to maintain not partying so much? You know, or uh, that's why I've been fucking. Or like up. your body breaking down <laughs> and stuff. Nope. Nah, it, it Question up. for Rock, nope. right? Uh, that eats you up. I mean, I think uh, yeah, it becomes a celebration for many, but. When it becomes your job, I think you have to at one point decide what it is that you're doing the score and what it becomes, you know, because a lot of us still kind of approach this dance as like a hobby. And even sometimes I get caught up feeling like it's still my hobby, you know, even though I get paid from it and it's my profession. 
I kind of lose track of it sometimes and just get caught up in the moment and enjoy the moment, which is what you're supposed to do. But when you do this professionally, you want to stay on top of your game. And you want to be on top of your game for the next event, the next event. So if you mm-hmm. get fucked up one weekend, the next week, it's going to take you a whole week to recover, which you lose a whole week of training. Then you go out again the next week and you get fucked up again. Then you lose a whole other week of training. So if you can pick and choose your battles like you do with your contest, mm-hmm. I guess you would pick and choose when it's okay for you to celebrate and how much time you're going to have in between what you're planning on doing next. And that's where it gets a little tricky, I think, for a lot of us. And um, some people buckle under that pressure, you know? Damn, yeah. And I even had difficult difficulty with just that night because it was a two-day event. They had top 32 one day and then top 16 all the way through the finals the next day. So it's like Damn. after that first battle, of course, everyone wants to kick it and drink and stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> how do you avoid that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. Dude, it's okay to go out. I mean, you got to take self-control. You know, you go hang out and then you just call, you know, to call it a night early because you got something to do the next day, you know? The people that are going to win most of the time are the ones that are doing that, you know, the, the ones that will be go out, they'll hang out, maybe they'll drink a beer, drink a little bit, and then they'll go go home earlier than most of the competitors. And mm-hmm. sometimes most of the competitors won't even show up to the the warm-up parties or the, you know, like say you have a, a tournament like that, like the day one party, they usually won't even enter, like show up to the party. Like at Outbreak, like, you know, it was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So like on Friday, everybody enters, nobody... Not many of the top guys that are like contenders go to the party, and then on Saturday they go all out because that's the last night and the, all the battles are over. Hmm. Party time! And that's when fools wake up, don't even go to sleep. Actually, they show up to the next day and Damn. battle in the country Jeez. versus country, like a rock star. Fuck that! I can't do that shit. Ever. <laughs> rock star but a lot of them are still young and they need to get bounced back easily. Yeah. Like you, you're 21, so you probably yeah. pull that off. But don't do it. So, no. so, other than uh, breaking every day, is there any any other kind of training that you do, like other kind of exercises, um, yoga, squats, stretching, Pilates, anything like that? Pull outies, or is it just just uh, straight up breaking? I like to run. Um, right. Before the heavy practices, or just alternating between heavy practices and light practices, I'll go to the gym and I'll run, do and I'll do weights, and I'll do a few pull ups. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> any How kind of stretching that? or anything like that i know you're young so you you probably don't I think about a lot. these things young yeah. and limber you ever tried yoga yeah no now i how, now i know how important it is and I, I do yoga and shit like that so you know if i was like you know a young cat like 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 nico i'd be like up on it now that that shit's so yeah. accessible as far as like you know taking yoga uh, knowing how to eat, you know how to how to train right versus just like kind of like what you're saying is like b boys that are up all night partying and shit and they still go rock battles or they're overtraining as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, w- what do you mean like overtraining? They're just, yeah exerting their body more than they probably actually should without resting. Yeah. Like what kind? How how can you overexert with breaking though? Because uh, breaking is very tough. Like I think. Breaking is the it's craziest exercise I've ever done. And it mm-hmm. takes everything on your joints yeah. and your, your whole body weights on your joints. And I mean, I can attest it out of my wrists and my ankles. Mm-hmm. But um, but how many <clears> times <throat> a day does a B-boy actually train, though? Like, Well, nowadays, you know like, what I'm saying? Some of these guys' regimens, I think they're like, what? Rock might know a little bit better, but I think yeah, they're how- probably like... I don't. I mean, how many times a day do you do you like if you're training for a battle or something like that? How many times a day do you do you actually session and train twice. and shit like that? Twice a day. About ninety minutes a session. 
So it'd be uh, either like morning or just be like top rocking mixed with like go downs and, and small stuff. Mm -hmm. And then uh, depending on how like well I feel in the morning, I, I'll start doing combos or moves. Mm -hmm. And then in the evenings, I'll do like a real like full out breaking session, like everything. Mm -hmm. How'd you come up with that structure? Uh, I just did it because uh, I had a room to practice in uh, where I had Mason I, so I would just wake up and go straight to breaking. Uh, and I feel like that's a good way to start the day, you know, like, damn, yeah. no breakfast, yeah. nothing. Do, do, yeah, like get some cardio and, you know, like break a sweat a little bit and kind of like wake up even more. Um, I fast workout. Yeah, so I, 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 when I work out in the mornings, early in the mornings, um, I, I'm fasting. Yeah. So, I mean, do you usually eat breakfast and shit? No, like I don't. That? You, no, before when I was doing well. that type of training, you know, I'd wake up and go straight to breaking. And then after that, I'd make my food yeah. and have breakfast after that. The reason why I asked that question was because uh, you're copying um, what a lot of pro athletes do. They do uh, certain exercises in the morning, like cardio, um, stretching, different types of Said stuff. Then they get into doing like the heavier stuff for the uh, the second the second <laughs> workout. So that was like, yo, where'd you get that from? Did you get that from like those Red Bull training camps that you do? No, I just I just, just I did that? it. I did. I started doing that as I was getting older because my body started feeling different. So I felt like I needed to get more comfortable while I was, you know, top rocking and trying to learn more and more steps. Mm -hmm. um, but then in, in the evenings, I would try all my heavy shit because then I'd feel more like ready for the day, you know? Right, right, right. Because I don't want to push myself too hard. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it varies, you know. Also, I was also doing it because of the time zone differences. It's like what it's like to break at like 9 in the morning. Right. Morning, you know, cause you want to be conditioned to. Europe, yeah, yeah. Europe's are like 5 p.m., 3 p.m. in Europe. They're nine hours Rough. ahead. So you got to wake up at like 6, 7 in the morning and break at 7.30, you know. So you get an idea how your body's going to feel. Right, right, right. proper sleep. And that's another thing that pro athletes do. So that's why I'm kind of giving you props in a roundabout way, which is like that's a very smart way to go about training in anything, you know. Yeah. And uh, if you have a competition that's always at a certain time, that should be the time that you're actually peak performance, peak training. And they, yeah. uh, a lot of boxers do that, a lot of MMA guys, uh, a lot of other stuff, so... Yeah, that's something that people don't really consider, I think, in breaking because we get so hyper. It's like, fuck it, right. I'm going to win this yeah. battle. <laughs> and a lot of times, too, uh, B-Boys don't consider what they're doing a sport, really. It's more uh, artistic, and yeah. it's an artistic expression. But uh, there is a lot of, you it's know. It's physically demanding, and you got to be able to, you know, yeah. do, do your game plan, which is a physical thing. Whether it's, if it's an art, it's still a physical dance. So you still have to physically be fit to fucking perform. Exactly. Yeah. So I think those were some good tips for uh, the younger cats that listen, you know. And even, uh, it, you know, kind of goes along with what you're saying, Mike, is that uh, sometimes I'll wake up at five in the morning still, even though I've only had like four hours of sleep, uh, just because there's there's people that train uh, in that kind of condition saying like if there were to be some kind of catastrophe in the middle of the night, yeah. like you're not going to you're not going to have those full uh, eight hours of sleep and you're not yeah. going to be like, oh, oh shit. Channel. You know what I mean? You right. got to you just got to get up and start fucking going. Damn. So like you can like <laughs> scary. That's a good way of training too, where you're like you just wake up in the middle of the night and just start training and shit like that, and then go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, cause like mean, if he was like traveling and he's only like rocking, like if he's only uh, working with like three, four hours of sleep, you know. Right, right, and right. That's a good way for him to just kind of mentally put himself in that situation. <laughs> I want to try that. I mean, but anyways. You, you know, training is about pushing your limits, but uh, yeah. that's also a good thing. It's like you wake too. up from a nightmare and you're like, oh, I'm going to do this. Workout real quick. Air flares. How many times a day do you uh, train, Nico? Similar to Rocks, right? The okay. twice a day. When it's. Do you have a day job, by the way? 
teach kids. Okay. But for the most part, no. Oh, wait, yeah, wait. Okay. That's so something you don't I, have a real nine to five right now. That's something I wanted to ask you is this, uh, you teach kids and it's under uh, your Break 5-8? Yeah, so I just started an LLC called Break 5-8 based in the 858 area. Jimmy Jen came up with the, came up with the name. Um, but Where can idea, people find that stuff? Um, the website is under development, but Instagram, Facebook... Just contact me, and I'll provide you with my lessons. At Nico Spins. Nico Spins. Yeah. At Nico Spins is Nico's Instagram. Um, <clears throat> can they find you on Facebook? They can. It's either under Nico Castro, or you can even look on Instagram at the Break58 Instagram. It's at Break, F-I-V-E-E-I-G-H-T. Um, Word. Also, uh, Jimmy Jam happens to be in a comfortably fresh. He's a crewmate with Nico, so that's who he's mentioning but go ahead with the break five eight yeah so the idea is i wanted to start a dance program that one offers private breaking lessons just by appointment only and then also have a program that could be implemented into after school programs or like recreational centers like contractual programs so i don't intend to ever open a studio because san diego has some of the best studios in the world so i don't really want to compete with that market and you actually don't really have to open up a studio. You can do exactly right. what you're doing. You can actually use studios that already exist or spaces that already exist. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's pretty smart. Let's talk about the training that you do with some of the people there. Because I saw a recent clip on either your Instagram or the Break58 Instagram where you had a, a ladder. You're doing a ladder drill with somebody. And I think you're having them do hand movements and then yeah, shuffles. Yeah, that was uh, my good friend, Nast AJ. He's in non-smoking area crew. We started breaking together and... We were just sessioning yesterday and brought out a ladder from girlfriend's sister's basketball bag and just like, let's try something. Let's make something up. And then got some pretty good feedback off of just like a whatever clip. Yeah, it looked good. Uh, it looked like a, a good core training uh, type of exercise that you guys were doing. I was like, oh. Yeah. So we're probably just going to keep messing around, keep making more stuff. Yeah. And you guys are planning on giving that little exercise to your students as well? I guess now. <laughs> yeah, that's where it comes from, man. Being creative. Yeah, nice. All yeah, right. People dig that shit. Dig what shit? Like yeah, what shit? What shit? Dude? Do you, do you speak English here, buddy. Exercises, asshole. Like you know, like just like showing techniques and training methods uh, for people that are up and coming or just people that are still learning. That's some like that's like really a thing, you know. People are really into it. There's a few people overseas creating programs that are like yeah, like mm-hmm. stuff like that, and they're selling that shit like. Have you seen a yeah. B-Boy Pete Taren? Yeah, that's that guy, yeah, that man. stuff's crazy. He's going all out on that shit. It's like fucking, what is that shit B-boy called? B-Boy who? Yeah. Those, yeah. All those infomercials from the... Yeah. <laughs> it's like Shabo stuff. Yeah, He's, is he like TV? the Sean T of Damn TV ones. The funny oh, ones with the dance. Mm-hmm. The guy that used to work people uh, out. Tybo? That, was that it? The guy that used to work people out in hip-hop music and shit? Sean T. Yeah, Sean T. Yeah, that's like some shit like that. Hip-hop abs. Insanity. Yeah. Some shit like that. Break yeah. abs. Yeah. That shit's hilarious. Break abs. <laughs> Break that ass. Uh, I know we <laughs> talked a little bit about dieting. Uh, I mean, do you watch what you hear? You're just like, fuck it. I'm a 21-year-old, and I'm just going to have Everything. abs. and I'm never going to be fat. Uh, I do 25. watch, and I am aware of what I eat. Uh-huh. Um, everyone from Uncomfortably Fresh Crew, since me and, again, Jimmy, we were the youngest <laughs> yeah. ones of the crew. They were always mentoring us. they tell us when their joints were hurting. they tell us when... They'd like eat something bad or just how much value you should put into one stretching mm. and like being flexible and also your diet. 
because um, I know, yeah, because I know earlier in their careers or just during their breaking careers, they didn't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, just about their diet. They break all the time. Right now. <laughs> That's us, yeah. for sure. <laughs> all the 30-year-old B-boys right now. Yeah. And again, with Y-Rock, for example, that dude, he was drinking like a soda every day at some point. Yikes. And then it was just in 2012 where he made a huge change. He was like, I'm never going to drink soda again. And he still hasn't. How old was he when he stopped yeah, drinking sodas? Good for him. He was like 27. Holy fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy's a G. He's like... No, good for him. He's crazy. Soda's bad. So most of the time, I'll avoid eating red meat, pork, sometimes chicken. I just like fish. Mm. But considering being in a Filipino family or like a Guamanian family, they all mm. they always like to eat red meat. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you Filipino Guamanian? Girlfriend's family is Guamanian. I'm oh, just full okay. Filipino. Oh, wow. So um, you can lay off all the dinuguan and uh, gare gare. When no one's looking, I'll eat it. <laughs> I'll dip that in pandesal. That beefy lumpia. There's a beefy lumpia Bro. in uh, Mike's pants. You guys are... <laughs> I'll pass on that. Didn't see that coming. My- micro-sized. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Don't ever make fun of Rocks, right, dude. He fucking comes after yeah. you. Forever. <laughs> um, yeah, so... what, what else you got there, buddy? Um, you are a DJ. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Sasso's a DJ. Uh, how, uh, we're all DJs in here. Everybody's right? Everybody a DJ except DJ. me. Yeah. His dog's a DJ. Yeah, the dog's um, DJ both how, of them. how long have you been DJing for? No. Um, I've been intentionally DJing for about a year. Mm-hmm. Y-Rock taught me how to... He taught me the foundation of it maybe mm-hmm. in 2013. Okay. Um, so as I continue to mention him, that, that guy's for sure like a mentor to me. He's taught me so much. He's taught me a lot about foundational breaking... So Tell why me. rock got you into DJing? What yeah. got you into DJing? Like, was there just going to jams? I always oh, thought okay. it was cool, and I always thought I had the ear for it. Mm-hmm. In elementary school, my parents signed me up for like piano classes. Oh nice! Tried doing trumpet in the sixth grade. Nice. Played guitar for a little bit. Just Filipino stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. that's not just Filipino stuff. I'm pretty sure I never learned any of that people. shit. Wait, who, yeah. who, who's your? Um, but that's like the typical Filipino thing, right? Who's your Who's your favorite yeah. DJ in San Diego? Oh. Predator. It's okay, I won't be offended. <laughs> say uh, that again, dude. How'd you say that? <laughs> I'm scared uh, to answer. Uh, no, yeah, who, uh, who do you... Uh, for real. Uh, <laughs> main one's been giving me a lot of advice. Oh, I'm making fun okay. of you. Yeah. How you talk? So he's your favorite DJ your favorite because DJ? he gave you advice? Uh, I think... Because <laughs> he gave you a... This is like a loaded I, question. You know what? I, my so favorite off DJ. Off of listening to people, what, what, who's your favorite DJ? Yeah. In San Diego. In San Diego. Yeah. No pressure at all. I mean, just Who a do bunch you of like people are going to fucking hate you after this. To. Yeah, basically. I don't know. I think Main one's G. Oh. Yeah, that guy's cool. Oh, Main, what's up? Yeah, you don't want to have Main uh, fucking hating you, so that's a good choice. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he'll, he'll keep booking you at the Loosen Up, too, yeah. so that's a very good choice. No, he'll very probably good. still book him, even though he hates him. Yeah. <laughs> Main. <laughs> just Main to get one. people out. <laughs> to the Loosen Up. <laughs> The butt? Yeah. So you are actually DJing tomorrow as well, right? With, uh, oh, sh- with yeah. Aeronetic. I am. What is that? What is that yeah. about? What I saw a flyer about? for that shit on Instagram today. Aeronetic wanted to. By shit, I don't mean that. Soho. Is By that some kind of bad. strip club? It is. <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> Aeronetic wanted to start something called Naughty Night. And it was supposed naughty, to be, I guess, the night for. I thought every time they went out, there was Naughty Night. night. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, so, it's so this is like a naughty, naughty night. night. <laughs> it's a naughty, naughty night. All right. So what is it? And how naughty do these nights get, dude? 
He wouldn't answer that question. Not that. Is that a hand job? Yeah. They talk about <laughs> around. They talk about being wolves, hamsters. They talk Damn. about being naughty. Sounds like a, like a spoken word. Like they get together and they write poetry. They're like in they the talk. corner, like amongst themselves, like just naughty. like. Oh, look at that <laughs> <laughs> I just can't picture Lancer and those guys getting too wild. Nah, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty I think like they get pretty They're, so, they're, so, they're such chill pretty, dudes. Yeah. I just see that's Lancer really so, red. No disrespect. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Lancer really red before too, but. Oh yeah, no. but what is Naughty Night? Uh, I know it's Aeronetics thing, but it's not called Naughty Night. Is it it's like a dance thing? No, no, it's like street. I wish it was street, street dance night. night the flyer says like Naughty Boys presents. Yeah, street oh, dance shit. night. Have, y'all gonna have a whole bunch of older ladies there, just like waiting for you guys to yeah. Wait I think for you guys his, to drop it. I could be wrong, but I think his intention was just to have a monthly thing for dancers because there isn't okay. really one. And for the record, it's not a strip club. It's actually a restaurant slash. Oh, that's yeah, a Soho, right? Yeah, yeah. Soho and Con- shout out Con- to Patrick. Boy. Patrick, uh, Patrick's the owner of Soho. He's uh, doing some good nights over there. Patrick, Patrick. He's got uh, their new hip hop night with Norm Rockwell. On oh yeah, yeah. Oh, shout out Norm Rockwell. He's uh, throwing a dope like only like strictly underground hip hop. Yeah, Norm type of night. Hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. But yeah. Yeah. So, what kind of music do you do you spin? Um, I like hip hop and R and B edits. Um, I like that. What are hip hop R and B edits? Is that, is that was, like the new uh, word for remixes? I guess. <laughs> I guess. I, I always find myself listening to the Selection stuff uh, or the Team Supreme stuff that has like Mr. Carmack. Yeah. I have, you have no idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I I know who Selection is because yeah. of uh, 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 So Super Sam. I met her. Do you like her? Uh yeah, she's like a friend of a friend. That's a nice face you made there, buddy. <laughs> That's it. No, that was it. She's a friend yeah, of a friend. Yeah, I always find myself <laughs> listening and digging for that kind of music. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, like, yeah. Do you go to those uh, selection nights uh, when they come down to San Diego? No, I've been to one. He's like, no. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> did you open your mouth again? Damn. <laughs> Michael, Talk, talking to Mike and he opens his mouth and it Itchy. smells like shit. <laughs> Either that or it, man, shut it's the fuck your body is uh, farting up a man. storm, dude. Probably got what Art got. <laughs> <laughs> or he got it from them. Oh, shit. <laughs> Licking their nuts. You been making out with your dogs again, bro? Uh, <laughs> they eat poop. That's how it happens. <laughs> that guy eats poop, right? Body so does. what are your uh, some of your aspirations with uh, DJing? Are you just want to gig and stuff just gig around or is it just kind of something that fell on your lap kind of something that fell on my lap since i started breaking and i started just looking for music on youtube eventually went to no first it was limewire then it went to youtube <laughs> shout out to limewire yeah, shout out <laughs> man got so many stuff on Nap- napster napster yeah, yeah now soundcloud Morpheus. just has a bunch of stuff so yeah i just like messing with the sounds it okay. feels pretty cool Nice. Have you dropped any mixtapes? Not since July, but if you look on... Can we be on the next one? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we should yeah. Sample, we're <laughs> sample all this whole fucking podcast whole fucking onto his mix. And don't you have a SoundCloud page? I think I ran into it. In, uh... I do. Um, you can find some of my old mixes on just a Nico Castro SoundCloud account. And I also have this little thing me and my middle school friend tried doing with our DJ stuff called Flavor Springs, but the flavor spelled F-L-A-V-R-E. And it 
kind of derived Flarf. from yeah flavor flavor <laughs> Br- i was like that doesn't spell flavor <laughs> That's what isn't I was that like the european way of spelling it no <laughs> shut up <laughs> wouldn't it be flavor? o-u-r flavor oh there you go oh there we go now <laughs> why do you have to sound like a little girl no no <laughs> Sorry about that, Nico, for a little <laughs> farting girl over here. It's okay. Um, Did you just say it's okay? So- <laughs> Fuck y'all. Nico, give my jam back. <laughs> All right, so you have a SoundCloud page. Yeah, me and, and my homie, we have a... On there. Yeah, we put both of our mixes on an account called Flavor Springs, and you'll find one of mine... On there, it's called Angels, and it was for my dog that passed away in July. Sorry. It's all good. Um, Angels. I'm really glad I I waited till you said that before I said angels. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, never mind. It could have gone in so many directions. I was like, this is sad. Moving on. You were about to go in, man. I know. About to. Dude, move. You're on the cord. Buddy. Wake up, buddy. Wake up. Um, so what can I expect to hear you play tomorrow then when we go? Is that you gonna is it gonna be like strictly the the remixes of like R and B songs or are you gonna try something new? I'll probably throw those R and B songs. Maybe some <coughs> Mint condition. <laughs> some one twelve. Yeah. So. Mint condition? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you're gonna yeah. keep it smooth? Yeah. For, for the sure. ladies. Oh yeah. Yeah, Get their I'll, be the, wet. I'll be the closing one from like twelve thirty to one thirty. Oh Damn. shit, the closing. Because I know Aeronetic wants. Oh shit, the party time. Oh, Aeronetic. Turn He's up. DJ. Yeah. Oh, Damn, why do you say it that way? I know he DJ'd. Right. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, he raps, he sings, he dances, he, dances, he choreographs, he, he teaches. He He's a chef. All Renaissance Holy man. Fuck, yeah. Not earlier than wow. And I gotta hit up Aeronetic. Like, what do you do, Rock? Right? I don't do shit. Throw cocks in other b-boys' face. Actually, I don't throw cocks that much. Not that much. Not that much. Actually, I've never thrown a cock. Rockstar, what was the dirtiest burn you've ever done in a battle? Oh, yeah. Dirtiest burn? I don't think I've ever done dirty burns in battles. Because I know there's some really raunchy ones. Like? I've seen some dude just, like, grab someone's hat. You're hilarious, bro. As he's doing the uh, stroking. Yeah, and then he put the hat back on his opponent. I was like, what Whoa, the? That's pretty gross. He rubbed his dick with his hat and put it back on the other guy's head. Yeah, I was Ooh. like, whoa. It actually happened to my crewmate. I think, I think Omar is like sitting here like, uh, I got enough skill that I don't have to do all that shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, throwing the cock is corny to me. Throwing the cock is corny. I, I do it to him every morning, though. Yeah, except it's not a gesture. You're like dipping your balls <laughs> on his forehead. <laughs> Teabag him every morning. It's all rise and shine. <laughs> what's what's the raunchiest burn that you've ever done, Nico? I don't think. He's like, I don't, I don't know. have to do all that stuff. Get in touch with your dark side right now and tell yeah. us. This is the place. The darkest. Fuck. This is the place. I've definitely thought about it. Oh yeah. What was your thought? Probably using that same burn I described. Because <laughs> that's all I could think of. Grabbing that was so someone's vicious. Hat. Well, what about I'm going to just Samsung? jerk off into the What's your the dirtiest hat. burn? What's the dirtiest burn? Um, You've ever done. Syphilis. I think I grabbed the guy's... <laughs> Damn. I think I grabbed the guy's cock. <laughs> and then like... Oh my God. I don't want to hear it. I jerked him off oh, no. in my face. Oh, no. And I was like... Oh. <laughs> 
and just come all over my face. And then I, I wiped the cum off my face and I threw it at his face. Tiebreaker. And, and then he went yeah. to a windmill. Win? <laughs> like, and win? then I won. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't Nobody actually. won that night. I didn't actually do Hepe. that. I didn't actually do that. No, I, I don't know. Uh, the one that sticks out of my head, I think I grabbed uh, the what I made in my head was his pussy lips. I grabbed his pussy lips and I played double dutch with him and it was a commando for sumo to come in. Nice. That was like one of our famous commandos. So I played double dutch lip. with the guy's pussy lips. The pussy lip jump rope. Did, did he get that it was pussy lips? I pussy hope so. Lip jump if, he d- if he didn't know at the time, now he knows. That those the pussy, pussy lip burn. Actually, we've done that a few times. He's probably so sitting at home right now going, hey! Those t- there's there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a few <laughs> b-boys out there that I've used their pussy lips as jump ropes. What if he just thought Damn. he took his dick and extended it and made it really, but really I, long I had, and jumped rope with it? How are you going to jump rope with his dick? If it's long? That's what I would have thought. That's why I <laughs> Then I would have just did it in one mo- one arm motion. <clears throat> but I did it in double dust. I'm just saying, I don't know if One-handed jump rope and one-handed halos. It how do you know uh, you were taking his pubic hairs and jumping rope with the pubic Jeez. hairs? <laughs> he had a muff. That's a fucking long-ass muff, dude. That's I don't a know. Some people don't shave. That's a lot of hair right there. Roxy, what are your yeah. thoughts about his uh his miming and his uh his, his dirty burn? <laughs> yeah, you like yeah, my his burn. dirty burn. Like I, you, I, I if you were judging yeah. at so that battle, would I you have I pulled down their pants, I um, grabbed their pussy, pussy lips, lips and stretch them out, jump was it her? <laughs> no, him. Oh, okay. He had pussy lips. Uh, he had That's a burn because he has a pussy. It kind of sounds like uh He has a long ass vagina lips. Pussy lips. Those are really loose. Yeah. So we're talking about pussy lips here? Slapjack pussy. Pussy. Yeah. So you Some people can't even say pussy. So you would jump rope with flapjack pussy. Nice. Now you got a now you got a flapjack mic. This shit is like Oh man. Looser than logic. Yeah. So no Nick. So you didn't jump rope with anybody's pussy. Yeah. No, right, Nick? No? <laughs> I don't okay. know if I intend on. You sure about that? I'll yeah. think about it. Would you air flare with somebody's pussy on your hands and like? I'd rather do hand hops. Nice. You're closer well, to with, the with the pussy. So that means two. two you, that's like a three on three. On so two of your crew members stretch out the the vagina, the puss, and then you jump over it with the hand hop. <laughs> what the fuck are you? So saying? you make it like, like double dutch. Double so you make it double dutch. Fucking burn. Yeah. Pussy tortillas. While doing hand hops. Crazy. Ah. All right. All right. Well, I'm Mike glad just took the turn. <laughs> Mike and Art, like, what was the I last battle you entered? <laughs> what? What was the last battle both of you entered? Damn, Ooh. on blast. Mike? You throw <laughs> jams and shit. Battled. He's you battled with himself. In the oh, bathroom. <laughs> Inner demons. Beat that bitch. <laughs> That's deep. No, I've never you could see battle. those demons on my uh, number five uh, vlog. <laughs> Dude, that was just when me having a drunk. Yo, yo, did I ever tell you that my friends got pissed at you? Like, I have friends who are fucking, they hate you. They're like, "Dude, you weren't even bad. Those guys are pussies." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. Like, we're we're playing into this shit." Yeah, yeah. And then they're I just getting all mad. Like, you know, people got mad at you. Uh, one of the l- other last. When do people podcasts? not get mad at me? Because they thought you were serious. You were being a dick. About what? Or even not at that vlog, you were being a dick to me. Cause yeah, were, yeah. Because I do that, and then I'm like, "Hey, did you tell everyone that yeah. I'm, I'm fucking kidding?" So that's kind of funny because your friends were hating me and my friends were hating you. We should just have them all meet at one party and fight. Fucking fight. (laughs) So so essentially we had the East Coast, West Coast rap rivalry on the podcast where people thought real shit was going down but it was really nothing. Between Mike and Zazo. Yeah. 
No, but, the, but, but, the, but the beef with me and Rockstar is real. That dude fucking yeah, talks fuck mad that shit. Guy. Fuck, fuck that logic. guy. They were actually debating on whether they should get Colgate toothpaste or Crest. Those dirty yeah. mouths. I like how Nico gives the Filipino get eyes right after he does his joke. So anyways, answer the question. Yeah, when was the last time you battled? When was the last time you battled? I think the last time I battled was at the YMCA, at the fucking zoo. Hold, hold up, when was that, like 1975? Getting a little loud here. That was like, what, 2002? 2082? Yeah, that was a long ass time ago. 81. You don't have to yell into the mic. The mic actually enhances your voice. 81? <laughs> that was the last time you battled? 81. That was the last time I probably battled, yeah. Damn, that's like 37 years ago. Rock's ride didn't. Rock's ride doesn't uh, believe in math, y'all. So uh, ignore that. Just dance, go with it. We just go with it. <laughs> we just go with it. When was the last battle you entered? Yeah, Art? I, I, dude. I don't Back really remember. Mm. Nah. No. At like some like jam or something. The contest, non-contest battle. The last time you were in a competition, club. whether it's in a circle or fucking. Yeah. I think the last time home. I actually battled in these circles and we battled. Uh, Art Lien into Rockstar Fresh. Was it, that was last at year. our anniversary. Yeah, so that's the last time I actually battled. That's any. almost a year it's 11 ago. months ago. Yeah. Wow. No, that was like two years ago now. Almost. <laughs> no, oh, that was no, the, the, no, your last anniversary year. was last year, bro. That was last year. Last yeah, because we started doing this yeah. fucking <laughs> podcast <laughs> for that fucking jam. I thought that was two years ago. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so that's the last time. But that's like I live in the future, crew, baby. Besides your own crew, when's oh. the last time you battled somebody? Um, it might be. Fuck, dude. I don't know. Well, you, didn't what, you battle with Sumo somewhere? 1991. I did, but that was like a long time ago. I think mm. one battle that I actually remember is when Eddie signed me up without telling me. <laughs> nice. Was, uh, Good old Eddie. It was uh, Dino Rocks Jam. That was the, the you pull the card and you mm. can only do one thing. Jack of all trades. Mm. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. That <laughs> might nice. be because I. I, I, only, off, trade, I only entered a few trade. battles like, trade off, here jack off. Nice. But Eddie signed me up, and then when they called my name, I was like, I didn't enter. They're like, your name's right here. I'm like, motherfucker, I did not enter. Oh. So I, I spent like a good month blaming Dino and um, at the time, and <laughs> for signing me up without asking me. So like, well, pissed. I did the battle anyway, and I did all right. I was like, dude, why you? I'm like, I can't believe you guys did that. And then after the whole month, <laughs> Eddie, comes, Eddie comes through like, Oh, I actually signed you up for that. I'm like, you fucking serious? Like, yeah, man, I didn't see anything. Talk about getting yeah, goody. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. Dino was like, man, I think Art doesn't like me. No, and then, <laughs> and then I apologized to Dino later. I'm all, dude, I'm sorry I blamed you for that because Eddie actually blessed up and told me that he signed me up for that jam. So I was like, man, but that's probably like, man, one of the. That was a long time ago already. Oh, you fucking yeah. battled me, remember? Huh? You battled my renegades at the oh yeah the three kings dude did you just do that did you oh, just yeah. do that thing where like you had an answer and you wanted him to hear him say it yo say my name bitch say my name yeah he's like, oh then there was a, another he's battle. all watching him like lie <laughs> and then shook his head so that's not it wrong he's like wrong he's all waiting because I remember we were talking about it because it was it was uh, Eddie myself and Sumo against uh, Miles Rockshride and Kid David. Battle oh, them, yeah. and people were like, "Ooh, two real crews." I'm didn't like, didn't you guys uh, lose to them? That's why Rockstar brought it up, no, huh? We, we lost to uh, a... Odin and. Uh... Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I remember this yeah, because Odin did that belly roll. 
JD. And, and you were uh, mad. Oh shit. oh, shit. He literally did a like an egg roll body roll towards you or some shit like and that. Smoked your shit? Yeah. And that you smoked her around, bro. How do you live <laughs> with that? You tell me, how do you, how do you, tell me you go out and you get another how, win. How do you, how do you sleep at night with that, knowing three. that? Jeez, jeez. David was hella mad about that shit. What was hilarious about that was like, uh, that's how competitive Rock's Ride is. It's like, he's like, no, no, I remember exactly. He has it all fucking there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. That's how I even knew before he told the story that he lost that night. (laughs) I I know that he lost sleep because of that battle. (laughs) He had dark circles around his eyes for days. Loki. He's all hell no. Yet he brought it up. Rocks right holds grudges, dude. Dude, yeah. How how many years ago was that, Rocks right? I don't know. Like five? See, five years later, he's still fucking fuming over it. Hell no. He's like, fuck you, Art. Like, <laughs> can we watch that battle real quick? When, when's the last time? What's about? Oh, that battle? When's the last can we, time can you we bring it somebody up in the cypher, egg roll? Nico? Have you ever, okay, outside of the competition, when's the last battle you had? Uh, Since you guys asked these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In February, it was against Phil from Phase 2. Oh, shit. Was it a heated one or was it just no, like some No, it was just like an exchange, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Have you had any heated battles? Where you talk shit. Where the temperature was raised. Like hot you know, yoga. You're fucking whack. I Big room. I think so. Um, 2014. It was, said, I think so? <laughs> I think That's so. already starting off wrong. <laughs> He's like, I think so. There was this one time where the guy looked at me kind of funny. But <laughs> I was like, you know, At the end of it, I thought he was kind of mad. But, but you know. I don't really like you. Freeze, <laughs> in an awkward <laughs> freeze. So. And and you did, have you ever, yeah, did you ever get into a battle where it was like, like not in the contest, but you got into like some heated shit? Then no. It was personal. Okay. No. It was personal. Do you have any personal beef with any b-boys right now that or is there any b-boy right now that you want to like call out or you just wish a nigga would and just call you out? I think that last one like I do kind of wish someone would call me out and anybody or anyone like that'd be fun what? I wish somebody would. oh what i said yeah the oh. last one yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wish a nigga would yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah rocks right giggling because because said a bad word oh because we're in 2017 it's kind of <laughs> it's bad to say nigga <laughs> well since you're saying that word rocks right that time, time that well, fucking yeah, story right. which one when I it's like, not like i'm saying the er <laughs> see i can't even say it see logic is this uh, one time we were in vegas Fucking, I'm pissing everyone off like normal. Mm-hmm. And then someone says the N word, and I'm like, yo, man, don't be saying the N word. Then Sasso grabs me. He's like, hey, 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 let me say something to you real quick. Nigga, 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 nigga. I say that in my ear, and I just fucking died. Do that to Wacko. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wacko will get so heated. He probably, he probably say, just deleted this podcast now, you n- yeah. fuck. Unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> Unsubscribe. I hate them. Let's, um, Nico, let's talk about. A video he did recently with uh, recently <laughs> with unearth. Oh yeah, oh yeah. How'd you how you like doing that unearth video on uh you know on the earth? That was the experience for for, you. for YouTube. The beer was fun. The burrito afterwards, it was kind of small, but it was fun. That's what she said. Tall. The, the burrito, burrito <laughs> small, bro. <laughs> I, I I bought you that burrito, dude. Yeah, it was good. But it was small. I took Art's burrito. <laughs> small, but it was it was dual. Rock's right. Rock's right. Did chose. the job. Rock's right chose that restaurant, dude, so you can blame yeah, him. What restaurant is this? Zarape. Oh. University Heights. Uh, it's yeah. known to be good, so yeah. I can't even hate. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you think the outcome Boom. of the video? I thought it was dope. Uh, yeah, um, 
we've had a lot of good uh, feedback. Yeah, got a good response from it. Um, Word. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> dope, dope. Go on YouTube and check out Unearth. Type in Unearth, Nico, uh, B-Boy Nico, and you'll see the video. It's uh, Unearth is a channel that we shoot for. Rockstride is actually helping me uh, more and more with uh, the latest videos. And we shot this video of Nico. And it's up on YouTube, so go check it out. Yeah, yeah and props to you guys for making that, too. Like, uh, art and rocks, right, man? It came out really good, man. Yeah, dope. super good. Yeah, super no, good. No, a lot was, of people liked it. Good. Ken was surprised when he saw it. He was like, oh, damn, this is really cool. No. Um, Nico. Yeah. As far, uh, as, far as uh, you, you know, you're a b-boy, you're a DJ, you're a teacher. Is there any kind of other influences that you have outside of, like, hip-hop? Like tinickling or, <laughs> um, like what do you do? What do you like to do aside? Is How do you unwind? Un like non <laughs> hip hop. I kick it with my girl and we play with our dog. Yeah. Okay. So, Explain yeah. this new dog that you just got. Yeah, he's an old English bulldog. He's a puppy. Not even five months yet. Nice. Um, he's big, right? He's got some big paws, but he's tiny he's right big. now. Yeah. I got excited when he told me about this because old English bulldogs are the original style bulldogs that originally existed mm -hmm. before, you know, the, the English bulldogs different. that you see now yeah. that are all unhealthy looking. What he has <laughs> are the actual real bulldogs. Yeah, he's like a super bulldog. Mm -hmm. Nice. So you, you, you're in a, you have a relationship. So how is, uh, how's that with uh, your dancing and... Uh, like now that you're doing some events, like how's uh? Yeah, does Rock Shrike get jealous? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, uh, does your, does your <laughs> yeah. Does your girl uh, support you? She's part of because relationships in hip hop are a little complicated sometimes. It's crazy. Like in the three. Did you meet her uh, through breaking or? No, yeah, I met her in seventh grade. When oh, I nice. Yeah, when yeah. I. What's up, man? When I lived in Poway for a year, we had the same English and history teacher. The dude was an old mean guy um he's probably racist huh yeah so she like watched the teacher yell at me for cheating on the test and i saw him like yell at her in class wow yeah but then we like did different things throughout high school and then first year of college towards yeah towards the end of first year of college we got together and yeah whenever i'm here in sd i stay with her family which is super nice and she's crazy supportive. Um, no, she's not crazy, but she's supportive. <laughs> she's like, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Break dance! Break dance! Break dance! Oh my god! Air flare! I thought you beat him. <laughs> Fuck them! Oh, dude, that'd be hilarious. Some <laughs> well, b-boys, uh, b-boy who had a girlfriend like yeah, that. Some b-boys have fun. girlfriends yeah, like that. Tina, dude. Yeah, she's like that. She yeah, yells. Yeah, she's like, oh my god! Fuck those guys! Oh, Twice. No. She's not. She's actually, she could care less about breaking. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I would think, yeah. No, yeah, she's like, she's more about like the CrossFit thing. So she's, if I don't do a lift, she's like, you didn't do the lift? <laughs> and that's all she has to say. <laughs> Anyways, back to Nico. <laughs> so she's crazy supportive. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah. She helps me stay grounded in terms of whenever I do get too competitive or i get She's like you ain't shit yeah that kind of Word. stuff <laughs> actually you need that kind of girl yeah <laughs> <laughs> right mike yeah mike yeah yeah mike. So I was checking my does phone. she go with you to events she does when she can um she went with me to the las vegas life is beautiful thing nice that was nice. a fun event she bought everyone drinks 
Oh, <laughs> shit. shit. Yeah, you missed out. Fuck, I need to yeah, go hang out go with there you there guys, now, bro. Yeah. And we mooch. Gotta go to the next gym. <laughs> um. Just mooch off with Nico and his girl. Hey, you buy drinks, huh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, coming over. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd be the one buying the drinks. Good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna take you up on that offer next time yeah. I see you. No, 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 night. Yeah, naughty night. night. <laughs> get more naughty. <laughs> get even naughtier. Um, so no outs, no like nothing else. Just hanging out with your girlfriend, play with your dog, and mm. do you do you go back to playing any kind of instruments again? Yeah. Um, okay. Whenever there's a piano, I'll for sure hop on that. Or a guitar, I'll hop on that. Um, I like just San Diego lifestyle. I like running. Explain, explain the San Diego lifestyle. Food, exploring food. Mm-hmm. Just been getting into beer lately. Nice. Went to our first pairing dinner on Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it Where was like. Where did you go? Urge Gastro Pub in San Marcos. Nice. Oh, they have yeah. They, so that they actually opened up their brewery up there, right? Yeah, it's yeah. super nice. They even have a bowling alley there. What wow. the? I think Freak. it was. Fuck. And apparently, what I was told, the pairing dinner was significantly cheap. It was like fifty bucks for a five course meal. That's actually really cheap. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Normally, it's a hundred bucks. Yeah, and yeah. some pretty crazy beers from coffee stouts to uh, <laughs> to like ales and IPA stuff. Nice, man. When you're drinking craft beer right now, what do you know? Yeah, Thorn Street Brewing. Damn, local beers. So Thorn Brewing. Beer drinking, yeah. running, San Diego lifestyle. But <clears throat> do you have any plans outside of breaking? Do you have like a plan B? Because a lot of people, I feel like now. Ah uh, yes, the, the question. Like, yeah, the question. Where do you see oh. it yourself in five years? In five years, mm-hmm. take Fuck, I don't know where I'm gonna be right? in five years, but yeah, like what, like what do you have in mind, like outside of breaking? <laughs> where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> Obviously, Rockstride hasn't thought about that question. But I haven't <laughs> thought about it ever. <laughs> it haunts them. You oh, might want shit. to, Rockstride. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I think I'm doing this college thing, mm-hmm. to be honest, for my dad, because he said he'd pay for the loans. <laughs> That's Dude, a fucking sweet ass deal, yeah. bro. Wait, is your dad... Don't be a fucking typical hip-hopper and not have a degree. Your it's dad. very difficult not to. And There's so many days where I'm doing homework and I'm like, fuck. Is your dad Navy? No. no. Is that a veteran? No. He's just like, I got you. Nice. Man, that's what's yeah. up, dude. So, in five years, I suppose I'll have a degree. So I should be getting I should be getting that even next year. Wow. And then nice. thanks. If I make it. I should. No, you should. <laughs> and you should, bro. You, you should don't. Do it. Yeah, he's get it done. Don't. And what are you planning to do with your communications uh, degree once you get it? I'd like to live off my dance company full time. That'd be nice. Um, if it doesn't work, I'll just go for like the corporate field, <laughs> just get a job job. But for the most part, I want to push this dance company and the competitive b-boy thing as hard as I freaking can. Mm-hmm. Uh, just training other b-boys under your wing or training for yourself or I think just starting a company that like is just going to be training future competitors and shit like that or what yeah that's what break 58 is for it's oh, the yeah. after school and recreation program uh-huh. and still doing like private lessons but yeah i want to do both of those things be a competitive b-boy and be like living off comfortably mm. from that company nice. but if not hopefully something will happen cool something yeah that's cool that's what's up man yeah 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 
So those are your aspirations. What about your inspirations? You, like <coughs> coming up as a b boy. Mm-hmm. Um, who who are the the b boys that? Because you you like you said earlier, you are a YouTube generation type of b boy. Who are the other like like b boys that you kind of looked up to? Oh man, it doesn't even have to be YouTube. Yeah, like yeah, here yeah, in San Diego, yeah. locally. Uh, whatever it is, you know, you can name me if you want. It's fine. Which is what he was waiting for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, no, no, be no, 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 I'm kidding. He's like, you see me, you see me dance. <laughs> no, no, no. No, but like, uh, I'm, I'm curious to know because uh, I've never actually sat down with a, with a, a b boy who acknowledges that they're a YouTube generation b boy. Yeah, it's right for people to admit that. <clears throat> to admit that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So who are the like? people that you looked up to yeah um i think the most significant part of my breaking career where it came to being brought up or learning how to be myself or learning how to break myself mm-hmm. for sure i look up to jimmy jam um oh, wow. he's like a year younger, you guys... he's a year younger than me yeah i was gonna but, say okay but he's the one who got me into uncomfortably fresh mm. and then the rest of the uncomfortably fresh crew from rhino to Corey or Wyrock to mm. peter randy reyes la boogie zick Everyone else, sorry if I didn't include Shout you. Shout out. Yeah. Um, but I think growing up in the North County B San Diego area, mm. Freak Show and like the Temecula Artistics Tribe people, okay. they definitely influenced me. Nice. So just like valuing something like flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, practicing with people like Nick Abat and battling with people like him oh, okay. or even battling like Freak Show mm-hmm. and training at their spot. Um, that showed me a lot of value in trying to be weird as possible yeah. um so i think that's where a lot of my style comes from mm-hmm. um and yeah just uncomfortably fresh crew for sure nice nice, nice. shout out you hear that boogeyman <laughs> freakazoid skeleton yeah Mirage, all you can shout out to the freak shout show. out freak show you inspired shout out boogeyman he's competing this weekend yeah oh, dope what about uh outside of california and san diego or just like any top b-boys like out there that influenced you or inspired you or that you kind of look up to yeah i always found myself on the interwebs looking at thesis oh okay yeah i thought that guy was you guys are about no he's a little bit older but you guys are about the same same age almost yeah he's like 27 i think Mm. is he 27 now yeah he's young holy shit bro 27 27. thesis we met him when he was like he was 15 yeah 15 he came to the house yeah street house (laughs) <laughs> wow yeah wow. flexum brought him along so you know why he's crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah wow that's cool and anybody else internationally you didn't, look, you didn't admire anybody probably this guy next to me oh wow <laughs> thank you <laughs> i mean i i once hoped that i would touch my a youth heart. out there Touch but a young man <laughs> yeah. <Literally. laughs> no he actually he actually pointed a rocks right <laughs> also there was one no. time where we battled I what think did it was... i do <laughs> did, he, did he touch your pussy lips? <laughs> Almost. He Were you the close. kid that I pulled down his pants and pulled pussy lips? <laughs> what? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Wait, the did burn. he actually? Yeah, no, the no. Burn, no, what did I do? Because uh, last time, every I think every all the people that we've interviewed here, they're like, Sasa, I remember this one time that you and I was like, okay, what, what did I do? <laughs> 
No, Boogeyman, we... Lancer. You do some funny shit. Dude. Yeah, You're I know. Fucking silly dude. We just battled in a one on one, and I lost. And that like my 14 15 year old self that was stuck with me for like oh. a long time and i was like man I wait which beat, battle was this i gotta beat this guy i think it was in um it was like main ones one on one on one uh it was in the auto shop oh that one yeah i remember yeah, yeah, yeah. that one i was <laughs> actually i i was actually pretty fucking nervous dude I remember you 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 were pulling out some shit. Yeah, young up and coming. He got nervous. not good enough though. Not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> After that battle, he's like, "Oh fuck, rocks so fresh." Yeah. <laughs> no, who are the judges? Who, who I, I don't even remember. But That's I was like, what I wanted to know. I gotta take this guy out because he was good. He was good. I, I do remember that though. Was Damn, was, I think it's online too. Diego, dude. Yeah, dude, I had to prove a fucking point, dude. I don't just come into San Diego. Um, this old star Red Bull guy. <laughs> that's that's passive yeah, aggressive, bro. I had to prove. I had to prove my worthiness of the San Diogans. Nice. I had to make a name for myself. I was coming out from El Paso. Yeah, so. yeah. Where did that fire go, dude? Yeah. Well, <laughs> ask Tina, no, dude. No fuego. What? Well, he was breaking for a woman. <laughs> yeah. I was ba- I was basically breaking for oh that was one of my questions too so I was uh, you know that was one of my things when I first was an up and coming b boy was to get as much respect and pussy as possible <laughs> yes what <laughs> what what drives you Nico because you obviously have a girlfriend which she is awesome mm-hmm. um, what drives you bro. What makes you want to like win? I'm gonna win. I'm gonna do these well, three sixty-five days the of dance. You know, mm. at the highest level too. Yeah, dude, you're like fist killing it right now. Level. Knowing that like you're not, you know, <clears throat> being at the highest level and competing at the highest level, you you still might not be like wealthy and shit. Like, what what drives you? I always found a lot of. I was going to say pleasure, but sad. Jeez, dude, the way you said that gave me a show. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm uncomfortable. Gave me a fucking boner. I'm uncomfortably fresh. I get it now. My pants got tight. I know where it came from. My pants got tighter. Pants got tighter. Jeez. Hey, hello, loud. Sorry, yeah, sorry. We got loud there. It's because the way he said pleasure. All right. So what drives you besides pleasure? Dang. Besides being pleasure. Battling and preparing for battle is always fun. Um, so the training, yeah, the training part. Yeah, I don't even. You're right. I don't even think it's the battling part. I think it's the training part. That's the funnest part. Um, part. How many times are you gonna say part? Keep saying until four or five times. <laughs> it, 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 part. Part. Uh, are you part. a competitive person? With myself, for With sure. Yourself? Um, I think. As a kid, I needed a lot of validation and I needed a lot of attention, even though I already got a lot of it from my parents and Are from you my only cousins. Child? No, I was the youngest. Ah, okay. Um, and I, yeah, I was always confused why I was like that, why I always wanted the attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I started breaking and I started seeing personal progress and going to practice without anyone telling me to, mm-hmm. I started feeling really good about myself and I was like, yo. I'm going to keep doing this because no one's telling me what to do. I'm doing this on my own terms. Yeah. Um, and since I started that desire to keep breaking, and keep getting more moves or keep getting new stuff, just, yeah, it just doesn't go away. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like the beauty of breaking is that you, you get that from training so much. You know, it's kind of like you train and you, 
you see you kind of see the results with the amount of training that you put into it yeah yeah i think it's cool seeing progress manifest um yeah yeah it's cool that you said that uh like you went and did it like on your own i feel like a lot of like when i see um nowadays like when you teach classes or when you're in studios and, and you're teaching people like routines and shit like that or just new students it seems like the parents are very involved in like pushing their kids to breaking or to whatever they do like oh, my parents never fucking went to a battle you know they never like they were just like oh get a job or go to school get they never watch any of your battles uh only on video i think but oh, they never video. seen me alive but <clears throat> it's because you know they were just like oh do your shit whatever you know but it seems like not everybody's hands on to the point where the kids like hip-hop was like that rebellious thing you know like it's like a social thing where you kind of like or like fuck you know like whatever the regular is and yeah now it's becoming like a regular thing when you have people like constantly taking their kids to classes so it's almost like some kids don't even practice outside of taking those classes yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like for younger generation people i feel like that i keep hearing a lot of people that teach that's like the, their students only practice at their classes and it's like you know for me it was like fuck that i'd wake up go to school break in the morning break at break break at lunch break after school like it was because I wanted to do it, not yeah. because my parents were telling me to do it, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's cool to hear. Same thing, yeah. And I think I'm gonna disclose a little bit. Um, oh, you disclose a <laughs> yeah. lot of bit. <laughs> when open up. I think to answer the question on what drives me, mm-hmm. when I first started and I really liked that feeling of seeing progress manifest, mm-hmm. it was really because in seventh grade when I was 12, my mom passed away. Um, there's a lot of family drama going on. Um, I don't think my parents had a really good, healthy relationship that I expected or that I perceived as I was a kid. Um, so then when I finally found that one thing when we moved to Poway, just like to start fresh, of course, I was already defiant and I was already like wanting more attention. But breaking was that one vessel where I could like impress girls or I could get the validation and the ah, attention I that I wanted. But then it wasn't until I started seeing like, whoa, I got an air baby or whoa i'm like hitting a hollow back now and that's when i was like holy crap i'm gonna keep doing this um and then nowadays what keeps driving me is one i like to do things on my own terms right i don't like being told what to do and i think that's a good thing but it's also super counterproductive when it comes to like looking for a job right i don't want to be told what to do i don't want (laughs) like i don't like talking about being an entrepreneur because i think it's kind of corny at times yeah um but with running a company or starting my own dance company, no one's really telling me what to do when it feels good. Mm-hmm. Um, only thing that I get in conflict with are things like when the holidays come around, right? Uh-huh. Um, I spend a lot of time with my girl's family and they're very generous and they're very, very family oriented and they all mm-hmm. get each other kif- gifts. Mm-hmm. But it's like if I'm running on this full-time b-boy income, then it's like how am I going to give anyone a gift? Yeah, and that's where it's like oh, the gift that matters. Yeah, well, <laughs> right. Then you show them uh, some new sets. You're like, "This is my gift to y'all." Yeah. I mean, that's where they're. Oh yeah, you could do a performance for them. Yeah. They'll remember it. They're, they'll remember it for sure. Yeah, they're like that was. Nice. But there's also other ways <laughs> to come out in elf costume, <laughs> right? And start, and start breaking. Yeah. But <laughs> totally understand where you're coming from. But yeah, and I think what drives me or continues to drive me is. I want to, whether it's like through breaking or just any artistic outlet, I want to be able to make a full-time, like a full-time income or just live comfortably 
being generous to like the people I love through art. Um, yeah, I don't want to work for anyone else right now. My opinion might change later, but for the most part, it's just that. I think that's what drives me. I just want to create X amount of content until it's just that one thing that hits, whether it's like a viral video or whether it's something that's tangible that everyone can take. And then, I don't know. I hope you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. And I, and I think that you have the capability of doing that, man. You're, uh, you're like making a lot of noise on the internet with your uh, 365 days. And like, like you said, just you, you're making your videos and they, they can become viral like one night or overnight and shit like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if you have that, that, that vision in your head and you're, and you're working towards it, I think you can, dude. You have a YouTube page? Uh, I'm not active on it anymore, but if you look at Nico Castro, <laughs> it exists. You ever thought of vlogging? No. Monetizing yourself on YouTube? I've thought about it, but I don't like talking in the camera. That's how I used to be. Yeah. Until I turned used camera, to it, and then I turned the camera on myself, and I was like, "Nice, so filthy rich." <laughs> no, wow. I don't do it for money. I just do no. to update my friends and see what I'm doing during my travels, yeah. so we can be jealous and yeah. just be like, "Fuck, my life sucks." <laughs> Depression. <laughs> That's what social media is for. Let everybody know that you, your life got is it better. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing every day. Every day, I gotta look at fucking Omar's face. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm telling you, man, you guys should have a oh, sitcom, man. man. It's like the odd couple, but it's like hip hop. <laughs> Our grumpy old men. Yeah. That shit. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Shit. Shoot, man. You know, I, that what you just described though resonates with me because like that was my like personality mm-hmm. coming up is just being a rebel, just being like, yo, I'm gonna do it yeah. my own way, and trying to you know be your own trailblazer and shit, you know. So, uh, but yeah, like Sasso says, man, I think you got, uh, you're, it's possible, man. Mm-hmm. It's possible. It's possible. You're still young, too. You gotta be so. on it, man. You gotta stay consistent with it, yeah. yeah. Mike, with that narrative, has your opinion changed? I, see, I was actually struggling if I was gonna say this or not. I've kind of realized some things, some lessons, like some of the lessons I learned was uh, having that rebel mentality sometimes causes you to reinvent the wheel. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Could you Cause explain? Because you, you wanna, so for example, if I wanted to throw a jam, I'm like, motherfucker, I'm throw a jam my way. Right. But then, like, after you throw the jam, you realize, like, oh, yeah, I need a staff. I need this. Oh. That's something that could have occurred in a conversation if you just reach out right. and talk to someone who's done it. You know, and uh, I think with a lot of uh, kids who are um, attracted to stuff like breaking, skateboarding, the shit that we're all into, they all have that uh, rebel mentality. And that is one thing that does is a con, which is uh, you're not going to leverage other people's experience to save time and uh actually get your progression going a lot further so i don't know that's my advice to kids out there who are also trying to do the same thing it's like dude the most important thing that everyone has right now is time because you can't get it back so anything that saves you time is worth it you Mm. know so having that conversation with someone like you know one of the good things i like about our podcast is that we do offer a lot of insight like rock i just shared a whole bunch of shit about how he trains versus how the rest of us train when we were coming up you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and you just, and coincidentally, you train very similar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like sharing that information, getting that information out there will save you a lot of time. You know what I mean? And mm. uh, having those relationships. So it sounds like you got some mentors and stuff. So that's dope, man. I, I can and he has a good head on his shoulders. So. Yeah. So even more so, kudos to that. So, yeah. uh, so basically, we all want to be your friend because uh, <laughs> we basically see a bright future for you. And yeah. we're hoping that uh, 
We write your coattails. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So hopefully when uh, Roxbury retires, we have uh, you to fill his place. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. I'm already semi-retired. Yeah. It's not retired. It's quitting. I'm semi-quitting. Well, it's a lot easier to start your own thing nowadays, too, with uh, you know, social media, internet. It's easier, easier but harder, though, I feel like. Because well, there's so many people doing things. But well, then you think of a lot of the, the businesses that are startups or mom and pop shops. Mm-hmm. The well, stock, yeah. stock market and the crash of 2008 and the housing market that crashed. Everybody got fired and laid off their jobs, said, F yeah. it, I'm going to start my own thing. Mm. In, yeah. a, in addition to that, uh, as uh, industries grow and things like that, a lot of things that, uh, you know, the elite like to do. And I mean, and I mean elite as in like uh, corporations and stuff like that. They'll see that there's a, a way for people to profit off something and they will you tell me to shut up. All right. They'll, they'll figure out a way to like to remove it. And like one of those things is like uh, like if you started a, a Facebook group when Facebook uh, like eight years ago, it's way easier to build a fucking following then than it is today because yeah, they changed it's it sucked up now. yeah it's all yeah. Like getting swallowed by like it seems like everything that you post is like it gets outdone it gets like outdone like a week later but yeah. that's by design but, Facebook. But yeah but that's social media and that's like the, the world but this is where there's other value in different things you know like i think we just look for one thing a lot of us kind of rely on facebook everybody relies on facebook <laughs> as like that's their main source of of like news that's their main source of um you know promoting themselves when there's other ways for you to like hold value and content for yourself and, and create that's more worse for your own self and i think when we rely on these companies like facebook and these things you use those as tools to kind of pull people to follow your own shit that's yours that's going to get you yeah. your own interest and that's you know, actually and that's what people aren't doing it's like like for videos and all that shit like owning your own footage and having your own footage is like publishing your own music yeah so when you rely on all these channels which is nothing's wrong with these channels i think it's dope because they're like a new source for us but you still need to have your own version of what the fuck is going on because right. if you don't have that basically everybody holds your value your own value is just the contest and the next dance event the right. next judging gig whereas you can right. have your own footage your own shit produce your own shit create your own shit sell your own shit make your own money and it's really important like you just dropped all of that but you learned that after the fact you know what i mean like after like a whole bunch of trial and error growing up and yeah i just I, yeah i got lucky i met people yeah. that mentored me like so, in the beginning before youtube and all the shit came right out. right right mm. so th- that's another example of what i was just talking about as far as like leveraging other people's experiences and stuff like that but like rocks was saying it's like you always got to be able to adapt because something that is like working for you one day might get taken away because a, a corporation goes well you know what we want to monetize that and that's where i was going with uh, what i was saying was like facebook now does this thing where it's like hey we realize you're trying to grow something we want money yeah. you know and that's what mm. they do they push the ads on you so yeah all right man Shit is hard <sighs> yeah it's about that time i mean yeah yeah damn that was crazy it was wasn't it yeah we got uh <laughs> gary v i so- mean uh, <laughs> Like logic over here, Gary Vee. <laughs> the market Shit. is the market. I mean, is I'm the not, market. I'm not talking about Gary Vee. I'm talking H-O about Gary, market. Gary Valenciano of the Philippines. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, I thought you were talking about some other person. I was, I was like, Bullshit. call me a fucking. Um, Actually, I am. He did call you that. Yeah. <laughs> he took it there. He's like, whatever offended you most. That's what he said. Whatever, whatever hurt the most. All right. Well, with that said, I think uh, we're gonna go on to our last segment of the show where we go around and we. Talk about what we listen to, or uh, you know, well, there, what we've been segment. listening to. There's one Which more was segment it? before that. What's oh that? yeah, yeah. Rocks right, Google's. No. How did I miss how that? About, how about Crumb kicks B boy in the face? <laughs> Is that still a topic? <laughs> no. 
you want uh, we would lightly touch on it i'll explain yeah. it so uh there's a battle uh where's this jam at it was in uh, germany it's like a crump a crump event yeah oh! and uh <laughs> yeah we want to ask nico how he feels about a b-boy getting kicked so basically uh b-boy jr from france uh he's what uh, i want to call him disabled but he has a he has a disability. Polio. Yeah, he had polio, yeah. I believe, and uh, one of his legs is uh, shorter. basically shorter. Uh, and he, but he does amazing. I mean, you know, he developed his style throughout the years and like really did a lot with it. And he's actually one of the most like recognized figures in breaking from YouTube from BC One Two Thousand Four. Like his video has gotten, I think, the most views in, out of any breaking video. Oh yeah. And uh, he battled the Crumper, which is kind of weird and already for me. Yeah. And uh, the crumper. Well, that's the second time breaking versus. Yeah, they, but they always goes. use crumping and breaking as a fucking thing, you know. But he kicked his ass. He kicked them. <coughs> yeah. He kicked them and pushed it's them. It's a controversial <laughs> kick. The right? crumper kicked the, the dude while he was doing a handstand. He kicked a, <laughs> a disabled disabled guy. Not disabled, but he Why has a. Yeah, he's not. He's not yeah, he's. He fine. has a condition. He has a condition. Yes. And he, he he's obviously. I think. Does he use crutches? Now he uses a little razor blade. He uses a razor. The little razor, yeah. He the rolls sh- around that not shit. an actual scooter. razor blade, yeah, yeah, but yeah, a razor like, scooter. scooter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the scooter. The scooter. scooter. Yeah, the scooter. He's scooter. cutting people. He's cutting people. Up, Doing like, tail whips, and actually, manuals. He uses a scooter to get around yeah, instead yeah. of crutches. Yeah. Okay. Um. And so he obviously has a condition, mm-hmm. and this this uh, crumper, uh, guy, which crumping is a style of dance. Um. They were battling, and, you know, uh, from what I saw, it was Junior trying to shake his hand, and then he, like, kind of dissed him, and then he was, like, getting fired up, you know, he was, like, he's doing this thing in the floor, and he's just kind of getting <laughs> pumped up, and then, and then like, uh, I think Junior did some, like, hand hops, right? Or nah, oh, he no, kinda, he, like, he tried to shake his hand, and yeah, then he, he tried like, to shake his hand, and he, like, grabbed him by, like, the neck, and, like, did, like, a crump thing, and, like, kind of, like, throw him on the ground aggressively, but it wasn't, like, that, that but, part was, it was just, like, he kind of, but just Junior kind of improvised, and yeah, he, he improvised. did a cartwheel into, like, a handstand, yes, and boom, he did, like, a freeze, and while he was doing the freeze, tight eyes kicked, uh, Junior. kicked Junior, while he was in the in a in a, in, a, in, a in an actual handstand freeze, yeah, he kicked him in the chest, and he, he uh, not sure if he actually like knew that uh, Junior well, had a condition. No, he found out twenty four hours before, according to his interview, that he was that he had a condition. Had a condition, and he still kicked him twenty four hours. Even though he found out twenty four. I think hours in the moment, I think we. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, you know, but he got mad love after he got mad promotion out of that shit. From experience, it went viral. Just seeing like other people act a certain way during battles. From experience. From experience, are we just gonna start talking like a LA girl? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I can't. From experience, <laughs> is like uh, tied off. Alright, so uh eyes um kicked and it was it was very controversial. Yeah, it caused the whole world to like kinda react on it, like the whole yeah. scene and everybody try to explain the their sides of it. Yeah, Alright, so what really, does Nico think about this? Fucking, yeah, what do you think about that <laughs> shit? What does Nico think about that shit? The first thing I think, I think about is the two that. things that Junior could have done or he did do was one, it would have been really G if he just like knocked him out, right? Like as soon as that yeah. happened. But he, like, yeah, there's two things he could have done. 
that was knock him out and that'll benefit him in the short term people are gonna be like yo that's super dope <laughs> I think a, a lot, lot of people are gonna be like no violence but the second thing that he did do was the long-term thing was he walked out respectfully yeah. <laughs> um Good as much yeah as, as many man. as us would love to see junior just knock out tie-dyes in that moment that'd be pretty awesome but he did the high horse no not the high horse thing the high road the, the, most the higher road the thank you <laughs> the condescending <laughs> thing yeah, i'm gonna walk away yeah walk like, away the most <clears throat> noble thing that he could do cool well before we get to the uh Let's walk away walk but you walk listen to away. this week okay. let's have a. Uh, is Rock's it right that Googles? time? Yeah, yeah. Rock's right, Googles. Rock's right, Googles. Rock's right, Googles. Uh, Bullshit. Googles. So, uh, Rock's right, pull Some up your, uh, ha- your your handy flip phone. Your handheld <laughs> sidekick. I don't know if my shit works. Sidekick. Sidekick right, LX. So, uh, oh, look. Blackberry. Put on my Razor Motorola. So, go BBM. ahead and uh, look up this uh, term. Kentucky. Kentucky tractor tra- puller. Tractor puller. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Kentucky okay. tractor puller. Oh, here he He's got it. He's got it. Okay, he found okay. it. It came up. Uh, Kentucky tractor puller, uh, the act of a male and the male or male and the female performing anal sex. During sex, the receiver clenches their butt cheeks tightly and runs with their penis into the butt. <laughs> and that was Rock Try Google. That's disgusting. No, I can't fucking finish it. <laughs> perverts. Perverts on the show during sex. Clenches their butt cheeks tightly and runs with the penis still in their buttocks. So now, so now we know how Art got sick. (laughs) 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 Diarrhea. Kentucky tractor puller. Who shrek them? Nice. Are you tractor puller? Have you ever got a tractor puller? (laughs) (laughs) All right, by show of hands, who's who's been tractor puller? Oh my goodness. Who's been tractor puller? Sorry. By show of hands. Tractor puller. By uh, by all of RSF. (laughs) <laughs> Who's it's, been tractor puller? It's a way of life in RSF. Who's been a tractor puller? <laughs> you haven't experienced oh, life did you, until you've gotten tractor pulled. K- Kentucky tractor pulled. <laughs> Kentucky. Tractor Kentucky. Pulled. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, are we gonna do the? Uh... Yeah, let's wrap it up, man. Yeah. So, Mike, what have you been listening to in this past week? Oh fuck, dude. I don't really listen to music, bro. What have you been listening to? Listen to NPR. Dude, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you fuck. I know, depresses, right? But, uh, fuck, dude. I was uh, working at this place where they played country music, oh, which fuck. I actually don't Get out. I don't have Kanye Twitty? Get out. But, yo, this is the thing that uh, I was tripping out on. It was a grown adult who was playing, like, Backstreet Boys constantly. Fuck yeah. You know, Everybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. Take your shirt off. Yeah. The thing, is, yeah. shirt the thing off. is, it sounds hilarious, but that shit gets old. Hella quick. No, it doesn't. It get, oh, my God. <laughs> I've played over and over. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I've been back to so, ever since. I haven't been listening to anything dope lately. Or I've been listening NSYNC. to worse music, Either actually. Just Backstreet Boys? Just Backstreet Boys. No, no, no. That was the what last time. What about NSYNC? Time. Oh, okay. That was the last time I was listening to shit that was different than what I normally listen okay. to. Okay. But you haven't been listening to anything else? That's the same shit I always listen to. What's that? Just like fucking hard music, like hard hip hop. Oh, is it really hard? I know it's hard. He likes it hard. That fucking made me uncomfortable too. <laughs> so Uncom- yeah, it's just uncomfortably the same shit. fresh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what do you say something? Uh, something. Um, I've been um lately. I've been coming home and tr- uh tr- listening to the uh, Doors. 
station on Pan- classic rock. Pandora. You just slamming the doors around the house. Is that what you listen yeah, to? Yeah, just slamming doors. <laughs> Fuck you, Sasso. Fuck you, Dina. Slam all these doors in my house. I gotta clean this shit by myself. I gotta clean it. Cook. No, the the doors uh, station on Pandora. Oh yeah. Yeah. Damn. It's pretty good shit on there. You guys should listen to it. Cool. Right yeah. Nico, what have you been listening to? Uh, found this R&B singer. His name is Brent Fias. Uh, if you want to feel sexy for a little bit, I always feel sexy. <laughs> yeah, I always want to feel sexy. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? I don't always want to. I just do. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you say so, uh, to each uh, own. Okay. <laughs> That's what I've been listening to. Brent Fire. Fayaz. Fayaz. Yeah, it's spelled in a pretty weird way. F I Y A L Z. Close. Brent F A I Y A Z. He has an album called Saunderson. Some, some sexy music in there. Fayaz. Say that again, dude. Fayaz. Fayaz. Uh, Rocks, right? What do you listen to? What do you listen to, dude? I don't know what you're listening to. You don't know what you're listening to? I've been bumping. Nas? I've been, no, I've been bumping mad at Cumbias on, uh, on oh. Pandora. You liar. Swear to God. Cumbia machine? <laughs> Say swear to God. Swear to God. Swear to God. Do you like Cumbia machine? Swear. You should, you should nah, listen to Cumbia machine. Nah, I'm going to listen to La Sonora Dinamita Station on Pandora. Oh, or, shit, or that sounds real. Or Los Estellos. <laughs> Two different styles of Cumbias. <laughs> nah, it's not like that at all, actually. I know it's You're not. You're fucking I, way no, off dude. on that one. I have the Dinamita whatever thing on my Yeah, so I have uh, <laughs> that and then uh, Los Estellos... Uh, station of Pandora too. That's just Los Distills. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Los Distills. Los Distills. Yeah. Stilettos. Tractor. But you are. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yon paseo to all my uh, Korean freaks out there, cause uh, uh, Jay Park. Yeah, son. Put you on some uh, primary, and then some primary in the messengers. Some Mamaru. Shout out to all my Koreans out there. We've been bumping uh, some K-pop, some Korean soul. But uh, today I started listening to, uh, what was it, Dame Dollar? Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailer Blazers dropped an album recently. So the basketball? Yeah, the basketball player, fool. <laughs> that dude can rap. I haven't heard this. <laughs> dude can rap. So, is he better than a uh, metal world piece? Is he better than AI? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Is he better than Lamar? Dude, that's fucking yeah. really good. Is he better than the, the, the Ball Brothers? They got their own tracks now, you know that? You heard about God, that? no, I'm not shit. even trying to hear that shit. What about Shaq's verse on fucking... Uh, Holy you know, Shaq it was dope, though, when he was rapping. Shaq was like a, a lot of good shit. MC. He was dope. I like this stuff. I'm the super hyper. Super. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Kobe was dope, too, but his yeah. recorded stuff was whack. His album yeah. was up. Oh. But anyways, yeah. What about Deion Sanders? Remember when Deion oh, yeah, Sanders yeah. came out? That, I know it's not basketball, but... Uh, yeah, it's a football player. Must be the money. There you go. Yeah, it was the money. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pay for that horrible <laughs> song. <laughs> Fuck. Athlete oh, rappers. Oh, my refund. Athlete rappers. Shit. Athlete rappers. So he's All good. Right. Now I gotta hear him. Yeah. yeah, I heard KG was dope before it, too. KG? What? Kevin Garnett. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. This is real? This yeah. is real life, it's like, bro. Now you gotta be this an MC, really though. It's like a B-Boy slash MZ. What the? That's a hard one. All right. I guess that's it. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll wrap up. Thank you, Nico, Thank for, you for taking the time to, to hang out with those come, losers. Yeah, hanging out with those losers in the Not So Fresh podcast. Trying to figure uh, out any last shout-outs that you want to do? Hmm. 
You did a whole list of shout outs. I crew. did. Yeah, Those are my main squeezes. Yeah. Any um, any tight. more plugs that you want to do for Break Five Eight? Uh, your Instagram. Any upcoming events? Like, well, <coughs> people aren't gonna listen to this, but uh, yeah. not till later. But I know you you're spinning tomorrow. Um, any other future events or projects? Just stick with my social media. You'll find me. Word. Yeah. All right. What is your social? What is it again? Instagram at Nico Spins, Twitter at Nico Spins, Facebook.com slash B Boy Nico Castro. Uh, Fidel Castro or Fidel? Fidel. That's my uncle. Fidel Castro, your uncle. Holy (laughs) shit. I got the plug. That's about it. Snapchat at Nico Spins. Word. Word. Word up. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much. Take us out, Art. We would like to thank you for tuning in to this episode, number 25 of the Not So Fresh Podcast. Oh, yeah. Penis. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's it for uh, this podcast. We will try to record another one very soon for you guys. Check us out. www.tuffrocking.com. That's toughrocking.com. We have a bunch of channels on there you should check out. And it will lead you to our iTunes podcast page as well as our SoundCloud. Thank you for listening and good night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tough fucking dog home. <laughs> oh, my name is Rockshite. Oh, I like to break dance. <laughs>